When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Justin Tinsley, Sarah Spade, Tim Kalashow, Woody Page. How about yeah. that panel? That's a panel. Quote, we're keeping everything on the table over the next couple of days. Good idea when you're talking Thanksgiving. Not so great when you're talking your quarterback who had two yards of offense. Yes. Also, with the scariest team in the NFLB, the San Francisco 49ers, let's go. Keep them away from the Cowboys, please. I don't need that again. Keep them away from the Cowboys. Is it anticlimactic at all for you not to be playing against Joel or or Tyrese or James or any of those guys? The fans will make up for it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Ben Simmons with a very honest answer at shoot-around this morning. And here, Nets coach Javon, quote, the most hostile environment he's probably ever going to be in, and to get over this hurdle would be monumental. Don't need to say any more than that. Sarah Spain, around the horn to you. Hostility, redemption, a pressure test of mental toughness. What do you expect? Ben Simmons returned to Philadelphia tonight. Well, best case scenario would just be that the Philadelphia fans give him the cold shoulder. But my expectation is more likely that they will be in full force every time he touches the ball, every time they see him, every time he's with the near shot. And I don't know if he's being honest about, I'm really going to enjoy it. He's been playing well, so maybe he will enjoy it. Philadelphia is dilapidated. They'll probably get the win. He'll probably play better, and maybe he'll walk out feeling a little redeemed. I don't think it will be very enjoyable, though. Maybe he's being optimistic. I think he's going to hear it all game long. And I hope for his sake he continues to play well and has a a better time than recent trips back. Justin Tinsley. Yeah, he's got 48 points in his last three games. He had 47 in the previous nine. So, So he's not playing great, but he is playing a lot better. And most importantly, it looks like he's having fun, which I think is a very significant part in all of this. As for Philadelphia, we already know what to expect from them. It's going to be a buzzsaw. It's going to be a terror dome. They're going to let Ben Simmons hear it every chance they get. But honestly, it's hard to get super amped up for this when Philly is without their three best players in Harden, Embiid, and Maxi. But I, I, as for how Ben Simmons plays, I don't know good, bad. I don't know. But, but I know tonight is important for him. This entire thing has been a journey for Ben Simmons. Anxiety can be crippling, and we see how it can break people down when we ask, why don't you do what you do? And it, it's never really what is stopping you from doing what you do. So I think this is a very important moment that Ben Simmons was going to have to see sooner or later, and I'm interested to see how it plays out for him. Page. Yes, he's got to experience this tonight because when he came back before, he was on the bench and the fans couldn't really get into it. Tonight, every moment he's on the court, they're going to especially be uh, making sure that he hears from them. And I'll give you a little piece of information. Uh, at the arena, they give Chick-fil-A nuggets 
whenever somebody on the other team misses free throws. If he misses 12 or 14 free throws, everybody's going to get excited. <laughs> oh, they might, they might turn on him and go right back to cheering for him. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Tim Kalashaw. You know, I'm a little worried that Jacques Vaughn, I know he's new at the head coaching part, he, when he's saying it is monumental if he gets over this <laughs> yeah, hurdle, I, thought I don't true. know if that's the greatest thing to tell one of your players. <laughs> Simmons seems in that interview and a couple other ones pretty relaxed lately and like he's, he's in a good place and he's playing better. But as others have mentioned, none of Philly's best players are playing tonight. That doesn't give fans much to do other than to look at Ben Simmons and to shout and do all the things they're going to do. So I think he'll be okay, but it'll be – It'll be noisy, and it'll be difficult. And Sarah Spain, as far as, well, fans pay the ticket, they can, they can boo. They can bring it. And whether there's a line that might be crossed or might not be crossed, this is something that fans can enjoy tonight, right? Booing with their full throat. I'm sure plenty will. I mean, we all have very different ideas about when booing is okay and why we boo. I personally am more of a cheerer than a booer, but – if the fans want to get into it in Philly, uh, we all know they're going to. We've been horned. We'll move on. <laughs> Niners rolling the Cardinals last night, 38-10. They're now 4-0 in the division, and not one game has been inside three scores. And their second halves have been complete and utter domination. And Garoppolo's numbers have been robust. So, Tim Kalashar, around the horn to you. Are the 49ers showing you they're as good as maybe – or better than, or scarier than, their final four team last year. Well, yeah, I think they're about as scary as they were last year. And once once McCaffrey has played more games, although he, he's doing fine right away, they have more weapons than they did. They, they won all those road games in the playoffs last year and nearly won the one in L.A. to get to the Super Bowl. This year, I think they're going to win the division. And the, the only thing you would say, you don't want to be the fourth uh, best division winner in the NFC because you're going to play the Dallas-Philadelphia loser. I'm not sure the 49ers are scared of the Cowboys based on last year's mm. playoff, but regardless, mm. I think they're right now they're playing as well as anybody. Philadelphia has come down a little bit in our eyes. Dallas is all over the place moving up this week, but San Francisco plays a very powerful game that is tough on other teams to, to stop, and, and I think they do scare people. Woody Page, how scary are these Niners now? I think the Cowboys should be the ones that are scared if they have to play the 49ers the way they're playing. And you look at that schedule, forgive me, uh, for the rest of the year, they don't play a (laughs) game outside the Pacific Coast uh, time zone. They are playing seven games, and they're all out there in in the West. Las Vegas is the longest trip that they make. Uh, I think they're going to win at least five or six. They'll be in the 11 to 12 range. You may be right, Tim, that they're the fourth seed and have to play somebody, but I think this team is going to be on such a roll with that magnificent five that they have, the two wide receivers, the tight end, and the two running backs when you bring back Elijah. And, and Jimmy G is playing better than he has that we've seen in probably two or three years. Mm-hmm. And Trent, you got Williams there at left tackle, and they talk about him tipping plays. And I thought Cal Shanahan said, we have 50 run plays. Six formations off those 50. That's 300. He said, what is he tipping? (laughs) Dustin Tinsley. Man, listen, the hype is deserved and it's warranted. They're 4-0 against the NFC West with a .80-plus differential. That defense is still incredible. The offensive line last night only gave up pressure on 17% of Jimmy Garoppolo's dropbacks, 
and there's weapons everywhere on that offense. But the big thing for them is Christian McCaffrey and what he does for Jimmy Garoppolo. He look he looks super composed, super relaxed. His TD to INT ratio when CMC is on the field, seven and zero. So, like, that's what you love about this team. They have no glaring weakness, but it, it but it goes back to the one question that's always surrounded this team. When it really matters, can Jimmy G be the guy to get them a win when he has to be the guy to get them a win? If you're Jimmy G, if you're the 49ers, if you're if you're the 49er fan base, the answer has to be yes, and you have to feel great about this team because they can win anywhere under any condition. And Sarah Spain, do you see a team that's scarier than they were Final Four team last year or maybe Super Bowl team a few years ago? Yeah, I think so. They're looking good on, on in every phase. Uh, Justin mentioned the offensive line protection was great, and so they were able to really have Jimmy G lead the way with his arm in the first half and then switch to the run in the second. Since they added CMC, he's added eight-plus points per game, and their defense hasn't given up a point in the second half in their last three wins. This is a team that's coming in. As long as that defense, which is incredible, is healthy, uh, I think they will – be tough to play against anyone. And, and you look at the Cowboys and the Eagles specifically, which Tim pointed to, those are two teams that are susceptible with the run and also have trouble with opponents that can get after your quarterback without sending extra guys. So there's a matchup there where you can see them if Jimmy G plays like he did last night and has recently, being able to move past them. One more story here. It's the New York Jets. We're keeping everything on the table over the next couple of days. That's what head coach Robert Sala said. Two days ago, he said he never thought of benching Zach Wilson whilst they were averaging 2.7 inches per play in the second half, as Chris Towers, CBS, put it. But now this. So you have to consider it's not just game film, but also what Wilson said after the game when he considered that he didn't let down. Like he let down. No. No. He was excoriated for that by everybody, some even on a personal level, some thinking there's no coming back from that. Woody Page, you're Robert Salah today. How do you play it? I continue to play him at quarterback. Once you take him out of the lineup again, he was out because of the injury earlier, you've lost him for the season. And really, tell me, Mike White, Joe Flacco, Mike White had one good game in his career, and he hasn't done anything when he's played since then. Joe Flacco, if this were Flacco of five, six years ago, you could go, yeah, let's make that move. We've seen Joe earlier in the season when they lost two out of three games. I just think you have to continue with him. You're playing a team in Chicago that's without its quarterback. You have a good chance to win this game. You've got to actually develop some confidence in him and get some accountability from him in the postgame conferences. But I think you continue with him and hope that you can continue to develop him as this season Justin goes along. Justin Tinsley, you see it like that? Man, you go – you go straight up to Zach Wilson and be like, look, you're the starting quarterback, but this is not guaranteed. This should be a big moment for Zach Wilson going into this game against the Bears, even if Justin Fields doesn't play. Because you know why? At least Justin Fields has given that Chicago fan base hope that, you know what, this might be the guy if we could put pieces around him. There's excitement with the Jets. But none of it is because of Zach Wilson. He has played, he's played terrible this year. I mean, the stats just show it. So, look, have some pride. Show some accountability on the field that you didn't show last week off the field. You're going against a bottom, bottom 10 defense. So, look, if you can't show up now, just know the hook is right there and Joe Flacco is waiting and w- willing to manage this team That's if you can. an interesting point you just made, Justin, that the accountability can come on the field, right? So, Sarah, as I bring you in here, I'm wondering – are people reacting to his lack of accountability at a microphone or 
Are they uh, responding to how he's playing on the football field? It's both. It's both. He's 23rd in QBR. He's 34 out of 34 qualifying quarterbacks in completion percentage. The offense had two total yards in the second half. He hasn't played well. They haven't made uh, the progress at the position that they expected out of him. And then afterwards, the attitude makes it seem like he's not wanting to change, not wanting to be accountable. It was full Big Cutler energy, and nobody should ever go full Big Cutler energy. Um, he might as well have said, don't care into the mic before walking off. I think you have to sit him in this case because you have a team that actually wants to go to the playoffs, and you have a guy in Joe Flacco that, despite starting four fewer games than Wilson, has more touchdown passes this season. This is a different team than the beginning, and that defense will do more than enough if the offense just doesn't throw it away, which is what we've seen Zach Wilson do. I don't think you lose him forever. I think you teach him a lessons about preparedness, about knowing the play book about everything else and maybe he can come it's back and his bigger ceiling you know I, I feel like he was solid enough two weeks ago when they beat Buffalo and he's the only quarterback they have who conceivably is their future we know it isn't Flacco or White that you at least give him the Bears game you at least give him the opportunity okay. to play this defense that's pretty much given up and traded some of its best players let, let guys go Cowboys scored 49 on him the Lions lit him up let him have that but let him understand you need to you need to show up today you need, to, you need to put some points on the board. But you would do that in a game. Throws. You wouldn't do that over the week of practice where, all right, you would say you get one last chance. It's right now in a game versus Chicago. Right now. No. Do it right now. Right now. Sarah Spain in the lead. Buy or sell on the other side. Around the Horn is presented by Bullet Frontier Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hours. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. Saudi Arabia 2, Argentina 1. The shocker of this and maybe all World Cups. Argentina is a tournament favorite. They got Messi's goal early. 
but then run off the field by the Green Falcons. Look at Saudi Arabia celebrating. Look at Saudi Arabia coach Hervé Renaud. Look at him. Argentina hadn't lost in three and a half years. Three, 36 straight games, but lost to the world number 51. Tim, what just happened? It, it, it's crazy, Tony. Hadn't lost to a team outside the top 50 since 11 years ago in a friendly, which is hardly the same as the intensity of a World Cup game. And now, you know, we'll see what happens when they play Mexico. It would be shocking uh, if they don't do something in this tournament. And, and right now, they've, they've put themselves in a horrible position. They're Spain. Yeah, this is like the U.S. winning a gold medal in table tennis over China. Like, and if you're not a table tennis head, that's a big deal, is what I'm saying. This is huge. Now, the good news for Argentina is that they've actually been able to stumble early in World Cups before and come back and make the final. They will rely on that to get out of this group. They will be okay, I think. But the most troubling was that those goals came, and they had plenty of time to answer and never did. JT. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a huge upset. It's a 36-game unbeaten streak is going to be big news, but they can conceivably still win this thing. Messi can still get the storybook finish that he mm. wants. But what they can't do is have seven offside penalties like they had yesterday, or else the lights will be cut off for good. That 0-0 draw with Mexican and Poland is actually good for both sides, but I can't see Messi not making the knockout stage. Woody Page. Sarah, don't cry for Argentina. I think this is going to be good for them. In 1990, when they lost to Cameroon, it was the same kind of atmosphere, and they came back and got to the final. I think this is just going to inspire them. And the, Listen you to know, you guys. I have the U.S. drawing Wales, and half the panel was ready to pack it in, saying it was a missed opportunity. Argentina loses to Saudi Arabia, and you guys are like, you know, it's pretty good for them. It's, it's a pretty good experience for them to have that. All right, all right. This is what this tournament needed right out of the gate, though. This was a shocker. I know it was a little bit early for a lot of this panel. You wake up and you look at your phone and you're like, what? We'll move on. <laughs> Buy or sell to Aaron Judge in San Francisco. Aaron Judge in San Francisco. What are you doing in the city? Uh, just visiting some family and friends. That's about it. That's about it. Oh, yeah? Any fun plans? We got something. About those family and friends, they might be giants. Reportedly, a meeting today. Sarah, what to buy, what to sell of this threat of San Francisco landing judge? I think it's a real threat. They said if they get beat, it won't be because of money. They are going to throw cash at this guy who grew up a Giants fan and has family nearby. So, Woody, you know, the truth is I never knew you, and I don't really know Aaron Judge either, so I don't know how loyal he is to the Yankees versus going out west. Uh, is that a Le Biz reference there from Sarah Spade? No, don't cry for me, Argentina. Uh, the truth is I know. Come on, yeah. Justin Tinsley. Yeah. No, I'm buying it. This is a huge deal. The the Giants are basically going to offer offer him a blank check. And, and some, some reports are saying that, look, we're going to sign two other big-name free agents. So they're using the Yankees' old ploy of money and power to try to learn these big free agents. So they better be concerned. Paige. Justin guess what? He's going to end up on the West Coast, but it may not be San Francisco. The Dodgers are going to come forward. They've got those other two guys already, and the San Diego Padres could be right there in the mix. Go play with that bunch of talent. Mm-hmm. Tim Callishaw. I mean, it would be strange if you set the American League record of one year, and then the next year you, you join a team where you really don't even have a chance of, of, of ever getting the club record, 73. But... 
that probably isn't foremost on his no. mind. It's probably the money and the experience of living out there. And I think San Francisco is a very real threat. Woody Page, Tim Kalashaw. This is our last show before Thanksgiving. Woody, any tips for the big day? Yeah. <laughs> Sit at the kids' table. That's where the fun yeah, is. Yeah, there you go, Woody okay. Page. All right. I'm thankful for you. Tim Kalashaw, any, any tips? I know we always like our tips. You know, I think pumpkin pie gets a bad rap. This is its day. Let everybody, let pumpkin pie alone. Don't eat pecan pie, eat pumpkin okay. pie. All right. Sarah Spain, Justin Tinsley, showdown. Four minutes. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Horn is presented by Bullet Frontier Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. All right, been waiting all show for this story. A tweet posted as a report that Lane Kiffin plans to step down as the Rebels coach Friday and head to Auburn. Made the rounds yesterday. WCBI's John Sokoloff posted it, and he said, So Lane to Auburn is happening. Story soon. And that report was met with this release from Lane Kiffin, John Sokoloff plans to step down as the WCBI News and head to WLOX. So John to WLOX is happening story soon. Sarah Spade, what did Lane Kiffin just do? Did he go too far? Is this the right response? And does he need to still deny the story? No, good power to him for defending coaches who are so wrongly accused of looking for a better job. They are always honest with us. They never lie to us about whether okay. they're leaving. I'll give you that. It is guaranteed he's staying I'll give now. you that. The most important thing here is Lane Kiffin never said no. Lane Kiffin mm-hmm. is literally the human version of that meme walking with his girlfriend, and he looks back and he has that... So, yes, you best believe okay. he's looking at Auburn. I'll give a point You for best that believe too. he's looking this at Auburn. Is, this is just an unbelievable gut shot, though. Not only, it wasn't even like, an, he had somebody print up the paper, <laughs> took a photo of the paper, and then posted that. I appreciate the petty. Yeah. yeah. We'll move on. Showdown 2. I've been waiting all show for this story. In the Cavalier, Cavaliers win last night, rebound. Donovan Mitchell. All right? So now look how this plays out. Mitchell's got the ball. It would have been Evan Mobley's 10th for the game. Look at Jared Allen looking at Mitchell like, what are you doing, dude? Let the big man get his tent. You know how we do things. Mitchell reportedly was apologizing after the game and 30 minutes after the game, and he said he'll pick up the next dinner check. Justin, is all that necessary for one rebound? Yeah, he knows because he messed with the church's money. He understands double-doubles lead the contracts. Nobody's going to remember that this was 10-10 and 10 a couple of months ago. This is a double-double. 
Yeah, he's a good teammate for caring and a great teammate. You uh, you robbed him of a double-double, you give him another double-double. In and out. That's where the dinner is, right? <laughs> In and out, double-double. Nicely done. Sarah, I, I robbed you of some uh, points earlier in the week. You're now getting a FaceTime oh. for it. There we go. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we are all potentially seeing the future and seeing a demise of Twitter in the future. And I'm just grateful it's still around, at least hopefully for Thursday, when we have the time-honored tradition of hashtag struggle plate, where people post their Thanksgiving meals believing that they look good and are unaware that every single item is the same color. People, <laughs> post those struggle plates. Give me that joy on Thanksgiving. Thankful for you guys and, of course, Everybody at home, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. We're off for a long break. You do the math. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network.